congrats, man. It's a great win right there, right? At home, defending your turf right here. Great win. I tell you what, this win started, though, last Monday. That's where it started, man. But when you guys hung together, you talked it out, you practiced like a, like a team that knows what they're going, where they're going, right? I'm extremely proud of you guys, man. Extremely proud. Keep going now. Humble and hungry. That's where we're at. right now. Hey, we're live. Everybody got me? Live. Let's go, baby. Every man do their job. 111. Play on caliber defense. Let's go. No overthinking, right? Go play some ball. Go play some football. It's an exciting time to be a Buffalo Bill and a fan of the Buffalo Bills. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Sean McDermott Show, presented by ECMC and Kaleida Health, the official health care providers of the Buffalo Bills. I'm John Murphy, joined by Bills head coach Sean McDermott. And, Sean, uh, good to see you. Congratulations on the win at home against Washington. That was great. Yeah, thanks, Murph. I appreciate it. Good to, uh, good to see you as well. It's um, interesting. You know, we heard you in the locker room uh, talk about how uh, you wanted your team to stay humble and hungry. What do you have in mind there? What are you thinking there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's an approach. It's a week-to-week -week league. It's a day-to-day -day approach for us trying to continue to improve. It's a growth mindset, and um, this league, if you relax, it'll come and bite you in, in the butt. That's not the right mindset. We've got to stay, stay humble and stay hungry. Uh, your team, obviously, not flawless. No team really is flawless, but to, to have things to work on, areas of improvement uh, pending, and yet you're 6-2, and two, that's got to feel pretty good. You must be gratified about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of it. I really am. There's good people in this building and this organization and players as well. And, and we've got a good locker room, good veteran leadership. And, you know, we've been fortunate uh, to have the success we've had. And, and we understand that. And, and uh, yet we're, we're realistic about where we are and what we have to improve on moving forward. Looking back to last week's win over Washington, it's pretty clear that Adrian Peterson has a lot of tread left on his tires. And yet he had the big first half, and you managed to shut him and really Washington's offense down for the most part in the second half. What changed? What did you do differently in the second well, half? Well, adjustments at halftime. Uh, to your point, he did have a big first half. Uh, we weren't in our gap and playing with gap integrity as we define it. And so we made some adjustments, uh, Coach Frazier and the – and the staff and the players on defense made the appropriate adjustments at halftime and got it corrected. Got another big game out of Tredavious White, who was sort of in a different role. He was following receivers a couple of times. You blitzed him at least on one occasion. What does that say about what you might be able to do with Tredavious, you know, in the final second half of the season here? Yeah, I mean, we may look at him to rush the passer a little bit, you know. Why not? Line him up, yeah. see if we can cover, maybe <laughs> drop somebody off in the coverage. No, I mean, he's just, uh, Tredavis is really developing into the all-around corner, um, both in the run and pass game, and so that's good to see. And he works extremely hard during the week, and he gets the results on the weekend because of his hard work during the week. You have Jordan Phillips, who now leads the league with uh, six sacks. No defensive tackle in the league has more. I'm wondering, uh, when you look at him, what did he show you on film in the practice on the practice field that, let you think that you could go with him and, and start him in this game this past yeah, week. Yeah, it's been an ongoing deal. We, ch we chart production, and he's been productive for us. And, and so we talk about earning things in our building, and, and he's he had earned the right to start. We expect for him to continue to develop. And there's certainly areas 
he's had success in. There's also areas uh, he needs to improve in, just like our football team. Your team, your defense now for 12 straight games has allowed no more than one touchdown passing in each of these games. You're midway through the season. You're the third-ranked pass defense in the league. What do you want quarterbacks and offensive coordinators, your opponents, to see when they look at your pass defense? What do you think they would think of your guys? Well, hopefully we're coordinated. I mean, that's really what you want to look at and develop as a, as a pass defense is coordination within our linebackers, secondary, that, that they work together. You know, there's certainly things we can do better. I like where we are, but with room to grow as well. Devin Singletary has provided an offensive spark in a few games so far this season, but he really was a almost a focal point of your offense this past Sunday. I'm wondering what you see, what encourages you from what you've seen from Devin Singletary? Yeah, another young player, Murph, really, that's uh, gotten a lot of playing time and he's done some good things with the opportunities that, uh, that he's earned. And, and so whether it's Frank or, or Devin, uh, we're going to continue to grow and evolve as an offense. That's really the direction we're trying to go in terms of, hey, week-to-week uh, -week game planning, week-to-week, -week, um, this guy may be hot, that guy may be hot, and whether it's in the run game, the pass game, it all starts up front. You know, it all starts with the offensive line. At quarterback, Josh Allen played another game without turning it over. He has kind of curbed that tendency he may have had earlier this year. Uh, it seems like that was a step forward him, his performance against Washington this past week. It was. Week. Yeah, another step forward for Josh with, with respect to his approach to the game, his approach to the running game, the passing game, situational football, finding open receivers on the move a little bit at times. So, um, and then them working with him when he's on the move, good part of our offense, and we have to continue to, to grow that offense. We heard Micah Hyde say in the locker room after the game last Sunday that I'm not going to apologize anymore for ugly wins. What's your take on that? And, you know, the old Parcell statement, you are what your record says you are. I believe that, don't you? Well, it's hard to win in this league. Yeah. It's a, truly a week-to-week -week league. Um, as you and I were talking earlier here, it's, uh, you never want to relax because this league will come up and bite you. So... Uh, we respect the league, we respect every opponent, and uh, we take, again, that humble and hungry approach. Okay, Sean, thanks very much. Thanks for your thoughts on the Washington game. We will pick this conversation up a little bit later on in the show. Game Preview is presented by Independent Health. From your everyday to your unexpected, that's the red shirt treatment. I'm Maddie Glab here with this week's Game Preview. After three straight weeks at home, the Bills are on the road for the next two weeks. In week 10, they will face the third-ranked team in the AFC North, better known as the Cleveland Browns. Bills now 6-2, and, and next week, the Bills are at the Cleveland Browns at 1 o'clock. Running back Nick Chubb, who is second in the NFL, averaging 100.4 rushing yards per game, will try to help out quarterback Baker Mayfield, who is the lowest completion percentage in the league out of quarterbacks with at least 14 attempts per game. Chubb also ranks fourth in total rushing yards with 803. Receiver Jarvis Landry leads the team, averaging 15.4 yards per catch. Cleveland's run defense has struggled so far this year, allowing the third most rushing yards a game at an average of 141.3 yards per game. Linebacker Joe Schobert gets after opposing offenses as he is second in the league with 55 solo tackles. Miles Garrett has been a solid force on defense as well, as he is second in the league with 10 sacks and second in TFLs with 13. Bills quarterback Josh Allen will look to beat Miles Garrett in the air or on the ground as he is one of four QBs to have at least 20 passing touchdowns and 12 rushing touchdowns over their first two seasons. Allen has definitely progressed over the last four games too, as he has thrown just one interception and lost one fumble. Here comes pressure, he's in trouble, he is dropped, he is sacked, 
Tredavious White trade drops him at the four-yard line. The third-ranked Buffalo defense that allows an average of 296.2 yards per game wants to stay strong and limit the Browns' big names on offense. The Bills' defense allowed just nine points to the Redskins and is ranked third in allowing an average of 16.4 points per game. In the last eight times the Browns and Bills have met, dating back to 2007, the teams are tied at 4-4. Four four. Murph, back to you. All right, thanks, Maddie. Now time for some final thoughts with Bills head coach Sean McDermott. Coach, you're getting ready for this weekend. Your team is 3-0 on the road this year. The Browns are 0-3 at home. That's an interesting uh, thing, and there's been a lot of that going on in the uh, NFL this year. But certainly it's a different approach for your team, especially after three straight home games, huh? It is. Uh, we've got to be go on the road and be uh, road warriors, and they're a highly talented football team, uh, a team that came into the season with uh, you know, very high expectations. Um, and so the most important thing is we focus on us and ourselves, and we continue to grow as a football team. I want to ask you about their running back, Nick Chubb, fourth in the league in rushing yardage. You've been up against some very good running backs. Here comes another one, maybe one of the best you'll face all year, huh? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the tests, they don't get any easier, yeah. right? So, but we've got to get stronger. With, with, the, uh, with the weeks as they pass by, it's only going to get tougher, and, and we understand that. So we've got to continue to develop our defense and our overall football team. Your team has played in weather at home the last two weeks, and the early forecasts say you may get more weather this Sunday in Cleveland, right? Talk about that and how you get your team ready to face that challenge. Yeah, that's, that's a big part of playing football late in the year is the weather. We get weather here in, in western New York, uh, which to me is to our benefit. Um, it's an opportunity for us to grow and develop that that all-important mental toughness that we have to have. You saw it on display uh, this past week, and then we'll probably get some of the similar weather this weekend, and, and we've got to uh, uh, use every opportunity to get ready for the game. Sean, thanks for this. Good luck. Yeah, thanks, John. Head Coach Sean McDermott, we thank you for tuning in at home and invite you to join us again next week when we recap the game against the Browns and look forward to the Bills' final matchup this season against the Miami Dolphins. Have a great weekend, everybody. The Sean McDermott Show is sponsored by Independent Health. From your everyday to your unexpected, that's the red shirt treatment. And by Yancey's Fancy, New York's artisan cheese, the official cheese of the Buffalo Bills.